Well, hello, Abu Dhabi. Hello, uh, hello, Reading. Uh, how are you? <laughs> it's not quite as fancy a name, but yeah, I'm all good, mate. Mm. <laughs> Same thing. It's you know, <coughs> apples and pears. Uh, by the way, um, warning: this podcast may contain uh, swearing, nuts, and gluten. So, please uh, consult your doctor if you experience any side effects. Oh shit! I've been putting everyone at risk until now. I haven't mentioned that this may contain nuts or gluten. Oh yeah. Oh I mean, no. You know, I, you always have to put a disclaimer if they experience any headaches, uh, back pain, thrush. <laughs> oh, is, this is a 4D podcast. <laughs> It'll touch you in ways you never even imagined. Oh, my God. It affects you so well. Fucking hell. I do actually, before before the start of Jamie was treating us to a, a little a little uh, bit of serendipity with some music there, but hopefully everyone will experience it. But I actually do need ideas on, on like a jingle. On a jingle, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I was thinking something along the lines of because uh, I've got all my recording shit here, and then hopefully this camera can see it as well. But uh, so you've got the drum beat coming in. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't. Record it. <laughs> I'm still working on this stuff. Oh, so yeah. That's my um, that's my current setup. It will be. I spent a lot of time like setting all this up, and it's still temperamental. But if it works, I'm just so excited because it's, I can do pretty much everything right here. I can have my mm. drums, I can have my keyboard, I can have my bass, I can have my guitar, mm. the singing, and I can put it all together. Sorry, let me take my um, let me come out of the cave. <laughs> How's that? Less cavey? Yeah, got you. Lovely. Yeah, so I'm I'm out of my cave now. Um, Did you put that on deliberately? the fucking cave uh, no that was one from before when i was i was testing the recording um, uh singing thing so so yes you did do it deliberately yeah that's <laughs> oh, just well, my natural voice this is the, the effect is taking that away in day-to-day -day life you never notice i sound quite resonant okay you really have been watching tourist wwe if that is your normal speaking voice <laughs> yeah. by the way for those of you who are judging me for watching wrestling yes I, I started watching pro wrestling in the last month or two. Maybe Corona's driven me insane, but mm. I've, I've, I've twigged. I've got it now. I've, I've got what it is. At first I was like, ah, oh, it's all fake. It's all this, it's all that. It's like EastEnders, but people are actually hurting each other. It's great. It's yeah. like yeah. It's literally what it is. It's just trash TV. But at the end of the day, people are doing crazy, violent shit. And, you know, they just combine those two things together. And it's like, ah. What, what have I been missing all my life? Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've I've kind of been doing apart from music and playing loads of football out here because. Yeah. So what's some? Um, so you're not allowed to play music live at the minute. Have they given you a date of when you're allowed to go back? No, um, <laughs> the UAE has a very weird system where they will implement laws immediately just mm. out of nowhere and you just have to go right okay this that's how it is now mm. so when it was uh when it was locked down i managed to get a flight back to england because i usually fly back for holidays mm. and they closed the airport three days later just like that bang wow. and it was locked for five months or something crazy like that wow couldn't get out couldn't go couldn't go home so uh i was kind of lucky to be mm. honest mm. At the time, obviously, stupid me is thinking like, oh, 
why do I have to cancel my football game in four days? Oh, such a, oh, you know, <laughs> but uh, clearly my family and uh, Katia knows better. By the way, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm a musician and uh, Matthew is a, a statesman, a real statesman. A I'm, real a man statesman. Of, I'm a man of the people. Vote Matt. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, I think I'd be more like a, a premier, like one of the not not. That I'd be like I think a premier suits me better as a title, and it also means I wouldn't be like the top dog. I'd be like how they um, arrange governorship of different states in Australia. I think that would suit me better. Wow, going for Australia, interesting. Mm. Uh, okay. Well, maybe not Australia, but that sort of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's better than it's better than a mayor, but you're not quite much of a dick as a prime minister, you know. Fair, fair. Yeah. I want to ask, uh, how are you? How, how are oh, you getting? Yeah, I'm doing fine, mate. I'm all good. Fortunately, um, I have opportunities like this, so I still get to talk to people. I think I I struggled um, at the beginning of this lockdown, so this would be uh, mid-December. Um, I think it's just because I, I kind of like, we, we had a few months of freedom, and then they had lockdown again. And I kind of treated it like the first lockdown where all I did in the first two weeks of lockdown was sit in my room, turn my phone off, shut the blinds and play Far Cry 5 for two weeks. Um, so yeah. I thought, yeah, I could do that again. It's fine. And no, I was not in a good place. It was bad. But so I kind of dragged myself out of that. I actually made myself leave the house and just talk to people again. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing all good. Good, man. That's, that's decent. Yeah. I, everyone can get into that lockdown slump at some point where you kind of exhausted your you know your facebook and <laughs> you've exhausted your far cries and everything mm. like that but like hmm what, do you, what happens now mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, good that you've, it's good that you've been doing things i mean from my perspective i've been mainly trying to do my music mm -hmm. um and it's funny because when i'm when I'm working, so I work in bars. So when people say, oh, I'm in the music industry, I'm not in the music industry at all. I'm mm. in the hotel industry. Mm. I am basically a more expensive napkin. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, you know, I'm, I'm playing highway to hell to drunk people. That's, that is my job. I, I do love it. I do love it. Um, but then you, you finish doing that and you get back, back home and you don't want to do, you, you don't want to do music in your spare time as much mm -hmm. because you're doing it every day. So you kind of, my solo projects, the stuff that I really, you know, I, I'm passionate about creating kind of take a back burner. Mm. Um, but I can't complain. I mean, I'm, I'm doing something that I really enjoy and at least, well, whenever they decide to let me start doing that again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think for yourself, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works for yourself because I know we were speaking the other day and money is not a problem. It's just sort of like your insanity for yourself or for like getting out and about um, and just doing stuff. So are you able Are you able to go and play football still at the minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, okay, they that's have, great. That's really um, good. I mean, I, I actually kind of feel like they targeted the drunk people, which makes sense because where I was standing, people weren't observing the rules you know mm. they kept taking masks off in the bar they, they keep standing up they keep doing all this stuff and you're just thinking just stop but drunk people don't listen so yeah what are you gonna do that's that's the way it is so 
Well, universal attribute of uh, drunk people everywhere. It makes them what makes them the reasons people love them, you know? Yes, exactly. Actually, there was a really crazy story that I heard in Germany. So mm. I went to Munich and it was a really nice place and also really clean mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, I like Munich. They told a story about the monks that used to live there and they would go from fast where you can't, I, th I think they weren't allowed to eat food, but then they would make a beer which was so heavy that it was like a meal in itself. So you could drink like a few pints of this beer and you'd be full like a like a lunch mm -hmm. so yep. their, their lent basically consisted of just kind of getting pissed that was <laughs> uh, yeah i don't think they really understood the qualities of yeast production and glucose you get from beer if you if you uh, a, a sufficient quantity of beer is the same as eating a loaf of bread for calories and for the amount of wheat that's in it jesus same, same thing. It's like a six pack, it's like, a, like an entire loaf of bread. I, I'm exaggerating for a beer facetious, but I mean, it's, it's fun to say that. I don't know how much, I don't know how many beers it is, but it's a lot of beers. Yeah, we'll calculate it afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> I'll post underneath, it's fine. Five, five beers, seven point, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's foot, feet to inches. Um, <laughs> Pints beer to bread. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, people in other countries, they... they they have bread. We have beer. Same thing. Yeah. You know, say, uh, you want to do it differently. Have we? Have we just come up with a new band name? Seven point five pints to to bread to a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there it is. Actually, well, I mean, for those of the listeners that don't know, Matt Matt is also a very uh, very qualified musician, um, very good drummer and uh, penis as well, which is uh, a very good penis. You heard him. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you did and you heard it before <laughs> yeah everyone knows that <laughs> you're, complete, say, you're completely missing the joke you dickhead but all right um yeah i was gonna i was gonna say as well why not like i've known you for a while now um a few years <laughs> i was gonna say when i first met you i didn't like you <laughs> You, you didn't even look me in the eye, just <laughs> a brick, you know. doesn't matter that you were, like, one day old. I would have kicked a baby. <laughs> Disgust me. But eventually, you know, you started, you know, talking and... Uh... It got worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really didn't like it. <laughs> um, and, yeah, now you're going to yourself. Actually, if you, if you were going to say one thing... Let's say something that you learned that you find really important over the course of growing up mm. that has really stuck with you. It could be one of any number of things. What, what would it be? It could be as simple as like, oh, save a bit of money. Or, you know, when you're trying to punch someone, aim for the solar plexus. I don't know. Well, the first one's good advice. The second one's terrible advice. I do that. Um... You can tell I've been in many fights. Yeah. Um... Christ Almighty! Well, let, let's let's do it this way because, as you're here, I think because for anyone who doesn't know and can't see the resemblance, Jamie and I are cousins. We are blood relatives, so we are oh. actually cousins. Um, which some by several of my mates to this day still go, yeah, you're just the same person, really. I'm like, fuck you, you assholes. Um, 
to 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 me you will always be 16 years old you'll always be my 16 year old cousin because of the four year difference between us i will always be 12 in my head and you'll always be 16 because because 12 to 16 is such a huge jump between like pre-pubescent to nearly finished puberty i it's just like a huge yeah. gap it only took me another seven years to finish the job there to be fair that was i mean you got to 16 to stop growing but you know <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that is true. I, I, my, my body and my brain just went, good. <laughs> Why? Look at all those angsty 18-year-olds. Look, look at them all in their, like, hoodies and shit. Ah, this is great. Just just stay here. Yeah. Still Lego every now and again and not feel that bad about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Biological, a bit iffy. But, um, yeah, Lego's fine. Um. I think, I think I don't know if it's like words of wisdom, but it's more like an observation kind of thing. Is that the you are probably one of the, one of the most formative people in my sort of like development as a person? Because I mean, wow. if you look at look at all these fucking books for God's sake, I mean, you got me into this lot, Thanks. and I've got an entire bookcase still, well, not still since I've, I've it's grown and fluctuated since. But you developed like how I read things my sense of humor um your where we share an extreme disdain for the most recent star wars trilogy ah what what star wars trilogy oh exactly sorry it's just a pile of horseshit um yeah that was that was certainly whew. do you know oh by the way so do so you've watched the mandalorian right so oh, we are going to come back to that but i just wanted to oh okay well honestly i, I would need, say I, need to. I would say watch it but also i would say I think because the recent films have been so poor, I genuinely think that the Mandalorian is like a decent show, but mm. because the stuff before it has been so bad, it's like the second coming of Christ, it, you know, <laughs> decent competence in the star Wars universe is like, Oh, just, just inject this into my veins. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I just feel like they got it so wrong with the films and this kind of just, you know, it, it steadies the ship. Mm -hmm. It does shows cool things. It doesn't um, overstay its welcome. It's not perfect. It is not perfect, but it's decent. Mm. And that's what we need, you know? Ah, uh, but anyway, yeah, sorry. So, you know, you were saying about, um, you know, formulative years. Sorry, you got, you got sidetracked for that. Hey, it's fine. I know. I know how passionately you dislike the most recent films, mate. I get it. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. They can't hurt you now. It's all done. Um, yeah, I don't know words of wisdom, but it's it kind of it, it's when I was at that age, the the main the three people that shaped me the most: my mum, my dad, and you. I'd say because you are like my older cousins you were like my idol growing up and so like i aspired to most things you did obviously i tried guitar and i was like well this is fucking horseshit so i'm not gonna try this um <laughs> but Fair. but the affinity for books and for film for films to tv shows our sense of humor the love of both of those I, we, we both naturally evolved into that and whether you could say your humor trickled down to me or whether i just sort of resonated we were both on the same sort of level whatever i don't care but it the same, the same sort of shaped me either way. So, stop was a wizard, but I just thought I'd say that, you know. That's that's really nice. I, I, I didn't really know that that was the case. I mean, I, mm. I know it was enjoyed like hanging out with you all the way growing up. 
Um, but I, I didn't sort of, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind that you sort yeah. of picked all this stuff up. But then I'm kind of seeing the bookcase and I'm thinking about the, you know, like, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. And and in a way, it's the same with my uh, my sister Becky and your sisters. Yeah. Louise and Amy. Louise mm -hmm. especially. Yeah, especially, definitely. Because, yeah, some people always say, like, you know, God, they are the same. They're, mm -hmm. they're the same. It's a clone. Yeah. That is that is very interesting. We have the same thing. It's like me and you and Louise and Becky. It's basically, I mean, it makes sense just because of age and, you know, we spend a lot of time with each other. Makes sense. And, uh, and, I mean, and taste, you know. You, you, mm. you, pick, you, didn't pick the, you didn't pick a bad person to... Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to emulate know, things from. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, I did. I would call it. Also, I didn't really have a choice, so you know. Mm. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> we'll skip over that. Yeah. Are you drinking Guinness, by the way? I couldn't tell. Yes, this is my Guinness and coffee. It's how I start off every day. <laughs> it's actually a uh, vanilla flavored coffee. It's fucking delicious. Interesting. Mm. So good. I don't. Are you a coffee man? I was a coffee man, but I had actually no. I can tell you about this. I had a real, a real issue which dogged me, which was awful for like I think two years. Where I'm a professional musician, I'm enjoying the singing, I'm a guitar playing, I'm a thing, you know, I'm doing doing the job. Mm. And then I started to lose. My voice i started to lose the range i couldn't hit the high notes and it was going down and it wasn't stopping it was getting worse and my voice was getting worse and i was feeling worse and i started to like think something's wrong and i started looking on the internet and i thought it thought it could be vocal nodules i thought it could be all kinds of things and bearing in mind so vocal nodules for those of you who don't know there was a massive gap where john mayer didn't sing or play or go live for two years that was vocal nodules because he had to have surgery to remove the nodules from his throat and he could not sing for that amount of time. Two years. Mm. So I did some research and then I re and then what I didn't realize was when I actually went to a professional that my research was wrong and I was doing the opposite of what I should have done. And I, it, a whole, it's like, seven different things in my life which I did regularly all came together to create this problem of my throat drying out. I was eating um, really uh, spicy food, fried food, chocolate. I was drinking, I was shouting in clubs, I was uh, sleeping in air conditioning and all of this was drying out my throat. Alcohol dries your throat, spicy food dries your throat. I was singing loads, dries your throat. Not drinking water, dries your throat. And so I did, and then my, I had a deviated septum as well, which meant that I couldn't breathe properly through my nose. I was breathing through my mouth, which is even worse for my throat. And uh, yeah, it took me ages to then get back. So I can't drink coffee anymore. He, he gave me a list and it was like, so all you have to do is just not do any of these. And it's like, you know, a list of all the fun things in your life life oh you know it's a going out and having fun drinking shouting blah blah alcohol this that that chocolate does everything just take it away smiling get it out of there none of it ah <laughs> uh, it's a sad list to see but mm. I, I i have to a certain extent i have um followed it not religiously because i still talk shit and <laughs> but 
I mean, the alcohol consumption has basically gone down to zero. Nice. Um, yeah, for health for health reasons, and it's bad because people in the bars they expect you to drink with them. It's like you are they they are offering to buy you a drink, and when you say no, it's like oh wow, you don't want to have a drink with me. Oh, mm. I see how it is, but it's I, I have to explain to them no, it's not that. And then it's, uh... yeah, it's tricky. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine, <clears throat> well, especially for. I think it's it's hugely underappreciated how complex and vital singing is and the things used to it because a it's not appreciated how much it's an instrument and b yeah. it's a muscle. By the way, um, just so you know, uh, if you're hearing a ball um, flying around, that would be our cat Pistachio, who is uh, currently having a great time. Um, let me see if I can just zoom in here. She is searching for that ball and she's gonna find that ball. <laughs> she can't. Here we go. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, she's oh my god. Pistachio. Who, uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask who came up with that name because I'm sure I can work it out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Katia likes foods. Uh, she likes cats. So, what's better than to combine these two things together? to one glorious thing i've cooked uh my second meal in uh, abu dhabi that katia actually wants to eat was it toast no <laughs> uh, it's not toast it was pizza with handmade dough oh got the yeast out and everything and just you know did all that granted it did turn out like a cake but <laughs> <laughs> It was it was still tasty, and you know you live and learn. Flour is your friend. Well, not in huge quantities because then it's it's like dynamite. So you know. Just in Hollywood movies, right? Well, I'm just basing this on Fight Club. Wait, no, that's not flour. No, that's soap. What am I talking about? Having a good time. Yeah, I'm. It's welcome how, to my. How's, how's the How's the what? How's the Guinness? <laughs> no, oh, sorry, the vanilla coffee. I think someone has actually put Guinness in my coffee. That would explain a lot, you know? Yeah. This is our Buka shot. Jesus. Yeah, why is, why is there a Jaeger bomb in here? What's going on? That's like, that's like us playing Battlefront 2, isn't it? Don't you day. fucking start. Okay. Hey, everyone likes a bit of drinking Battlefront now and again. Okay, so... This must have been five years ago, I want to say. I'm telling you a story. No, I'm done. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Do nothing. You're such a prick. So this was five years ago. Um, I, As a generous man I am, I hadn't seen Jamie in a while. So I was like, hey, mate, why don't you come around my house? We'll have, we'll have some dinner. We'll have a few drinks. We'll play Star Wars Battlefront 2. For people who know how much of a great game it is, it's a fantastic game. Um, but we, we, so we started off drinking, had a few beers, then we're like, okay, let's make it a bit of fun. We'll put some drinking game rules into this game. So, you know, like uh, every time you die, every time you fall off a bridge, every time you get blown up, capture a command point, whatever. Um, and well, we, this is the, the, these are the things that the game consists solely of. So, yes, yeah, that's, yeah, 
effectively weapons. What happened to my light? How can I, how can I do this without my beautiful light, Alex? That's why I need two, Sorry. mate. That's why I need two. I got one I here, one here. Uh, anyway, so we did that, and we thought, okay, so every time you hit one of these checklists, so we actually wrote them down, uh, you have to take a shot of vodka. Uh, foolish me, I had a bit, a little bit of Dutch courage after a couple of beers, and uh, thought, yeah, this will be fine. We'll have a bit of fun. It'll be fairly even. Completely forgetting how fucking good Jamie is at this fucking game. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking. I just, you know, just played it occasionally. Shut up. Um, so let's just say that not even half an hour in, he's probably taken two shots. I'm on about 17. And it it, it didn't end well. I subsequently went upstairs. I was probably violently sick. Not good. In addition, in addition uh, Laura who is also on the podcast in a previous episode, check that out, uh, was not not best pleased with me having got her baby boy um, absolutely bladdered and uh, then proceeded to, whenever I came over to visit, say, you're not going to drink, are you? You're not <laughs> going drinking. And then it just, no, 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 I'm not going she can be a scary lady. Well, Jamie, this wouldn't have been the first time you'd done something dangerous with me without telling her, would it? Is this when you accidentally fell off the bunk bed? No, that was funny. I'm thinking about when I actually came to see you in that part of the world. Ah, yes, yes, yeah. But the bunk bed thing, I was really worried because you literally just fell from the top back onto your back and then you started crying and I was like, oh, shit, man. Oh God, this is going to be bad. <laughs> hang on, which which to- hang on, which time are you talking about? In your house or mine? My house. Talked. To- what was this? What happened? I'm thinking of something else. You fell on your back, and then you started crying. Um, you, oh. st- you fell from quite a way up, by the way. So lucky you're sturdy. Um, yeah. So yeah, you fell. I think either trying to climb off or trying to climb on. And um, yeah, was was not. I, I can't remember what the reaction of the parents were, but I don't think it was as bad as what I thought it was going to be. Hmm. You know, because at the time you think, "Oh my god, they're going to hang me up by my ankle and flay me." But yeah, thankfully that didn't happen. But wait, hang on. This is the problem with. You might hear another sound now. This is the other toy that I've managed to get for pistachio. It's a mouse, which whenever you move it, makes a sound. That's fine. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, it might be annoying you, mate, but I'm all good. Yeah, I, I think I have, a, I have a history. We'll circle back to my main story, but carry on what you're saying. I have a history of falling off of stuff. So... So I think my fa- I've got a thick head, so I'm pretty good. Like just hitting the ground. But the the, the worst one I ever did. Uh, neck up. In, huh? Bulky from the neck up. Literally. Uh, as the worst one I ever did. Uh, speaking of which, I actually, I had a mate who used to have a neck bigger than his head. Ooh. He was he, he was he was a power lifter. So he's huh? A triangle of a man. Literally, it was like just came out at his jaw and just touched his touched his shoulders, you know. 
so anyway the the so that's that's not that bad for me the worst one for me is i think it was like uh i was in my second year of gcses um i just done like a practice paper or whatever i thought you know what i'm gonna go in the garden just do some pull-ups and i'm gonna go to bed so i was doing some pull-ups and i was like you know what i reckon i can hang from this bar on my feet so <laughs> <laughs> so you know how you can hang by your ankle, by your knees you suck it under you're like oh, okay easy so i thought yeah i could do feet whatever so i got got hands the handles put my feet over the bar so i'm like oh cool yeah this works i'm, I'm like oh it's actually working so i look i'm look i look up at my feet just to check and at the exact moment i look up so i'm like hanging upside down looking upwards my feet slip yeah. and i smash the upper bit of my spine into the ground the only reason I think I'm fine is because I looked up. I think if I was looking like straight ahead, my head would have hit the ground. And then I don't know what would happen from there. Ouch. Yeah. Jesus. And that's just one of many stories, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm surprised then that we did this following activity <laughs> when you came to with your track record. I'm surprised that, you know, I, I probably should have done some background research. before. <laughs> yeah. So we went, uh, we went skydiving. Yeah. Together. And um, yeah, having, <laughs> having successfully fallen from two meters, uh, Matt then did it from uh, a few thousand feet. And um, 14,000. Is that how high it was? Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. high. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll tell you what, it was really fun. It was really yeah. fun. But it's that moment of, I don't know about you, it was that moment when you get to the, to the just the big hole in the side of the airplane and then they're counting down. And then you're like, there's nothing here. <laughs> there's, there's nothing between me and the ground there's just nothing there yeah and it's that there's something primal in you that goes whoa 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 yep. and yep. by the time you think about it then you know you're suddenly you're through the door and you're out into the open sky and then it's like ah well it's either gonna be really fun or i die yeah let's do this so you know yeah it was it was it was, it was amazing that was a fucking awesome time so, so when i came to see you this is when jamie was in dubai um and this was yeah this was about five years ago again um yes yeah, that's so awesome. The, the the guy fucked with my brain because they're like, because you're tandem, they kind of crab walk you to the door. So he's like, okay, so he's like, he's screaming in your ear because you can't hear him because there's just so much wind pressure. And he's like, okay, we're going to jump into three. So I'm like, okay. So he goes, three, two, jumps. And I was like, what the fuck are you praying? <laughs> Clever. It's, uh, it's good. And there's, there's a video of it as well. Um, mm on uh i think one of our youtube but but it, it's like labeled wednesday <laughs> i think it's just labeled wednesday and then it was yeah. us saying to sending a video message to um respective mums saying you know hey mom just yeah me and him out here we're doing we're, we're just being safe you know and then it just cuts to us falling out of an airplane well, i just remember us spending that an entire afternoon and evening just laughing putting that thing together <laughs> That was good fun. That was good. The power of video editing is it's strong. It's so funny. So fucking funny. I'll, I'll actually we'll dig it out and um we'll add it 
uh, to the bottom of this video so people can click on it once they finished. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you've got into this recently. Have you got into the recent uh, chess craze that's kind of sweeping the world right now? This because of Queen's Gambit. Yes. Well, yeah. It's like because of I think the the brewing storm of ooh, Queen's Gambit and the lockdown meant that suddenly a load of people got playing chess. Like chess was the number one streamed game on Twitch the other day. What? Like, Who the, the fuck one... wants to watch that? Mate, it's fucking great. Man, they've got um, the guy from The Office, uh, the American Office, but um, Will Frame. Steve, Steve Carell. Oh, uh, wait. No, the, um, the, the, the guy who's... Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's Dwight. Dwight from The Office. Yep. Is, and they've got a whole bunch of streamers from different places um, doing chess, playing chess against each other. And it's really fun. And it, it's genuinely enjoyable. And I feel like some of the best streamers, chess streamers, aren't always the best chess players. I mean, well, I mean, these guys are amazing. Like, they are amazing. And they're rated like, you know. 500 in the world or something mm. so there's an international master called gotham chess name is levy but he makes chess really enjoyable to watch so mm. i mean when, when analyzing people's games he says and then magnus carlson takes a hit of his bond cloud and plays c3 with his king and you know it just it just Very makes good. it more for everyone mm. so yeah i would recommend it i mean it, queen's gambit apparently really good i've watched the mm. first episode it is good from what i saw but then i didn't keep going because I have enough series to watch and I need to do more music. Well, I was listening to uh, this one. I haven't seen Queen's Gambit. Just going to say, I, lo I, lo I love playing chess. I'm rubbish at it, but I really enjoy playing it. Um, all right. I don't know about watching it, though. But playing it, yeah, I'll, I'll do that all day. Um, well, we might have to have a game right, next time you're... Yeah, oh, hell yeah. The, uh, I can't remember who I was listening to, but he was saying that Queen's Gambit is like one of the highest rated shows in the minute. And he's like... It's funny they had to completely make they had to make up the whole thing. They had to make up that they had to make up like this whole this whole premise that there was this woman champion somewhere. And he was like, he's just like, it's interesting that they had to do that just to make it like more compelling to make so many people watch it. Because if it was just if it was just like a dude who was a super chess champion, no one would give a shit. No one's gonna watch that. Yeah, but then I think that that that's also that's also highlighting you know it's it's a woman going into a man's world and mm. the, the sad thing is I, I looked up because they said it might some of it might be like a true story thing mm. it's not because a woman mm. would never ever ever have been allowed to do that yep and even you know even up to close to modern day it was still like chess is a man's game you know they 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 can't be touching these polished knobs no no chance sir. Men only. Just... Have you seen um, the imitation game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because that that's yes, really good. Where you've got Kira Knight, you're playing the what? What is she? She's not a. Is she a mathematician, physicist. Something like that. It's coding, I think. Mm. But yeah, but she's she's playing that, and it's 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 alluding to what you're saying when. She comes down for like the main mission briefing, and the dude at the door's like, "Oh, secretary's that way," and she's like, "The fuck, man!" But yeah. again, that was the that was forty one, I think. Hmm. Actually, an interesting thing about the imitation game as well. So Alan Turing mm -hmm. it portrays him as borderline autistic. Yep. The interesting thing is that I I read up about it afterwards, and it turns out that he actually wasn't 
like that so much. Mm. He's worked with people who are. Mm. Was actually quite charming mm. and quite good with people. I mean, the, the chemical castration stuff is still oh yeah horrible. Um, but he was actually quite um, I think good with people. Like you know, good talker really. You know, he went to America and he came back and he had a lot of world experience. And I think he worked with a mathematician on his way who was like a proper night owl, um, mm. you know, spectrum. Mm. Really know how to talk to people about his um, his theories. Um, but, you know, I mean, the imitation game is still really good. And yeah, you know, it's a good story. Yeah, well, I've got um, uh, a friend of mine. <coughs> um, he... He's somewhere along the spectrum, but it's in the fact that you can't, um, it's just like common sense things are a bit difficult. Like, I mean, I, I fucking love this man just because his stories are, just, everything around him is just hilarious. Like one, for example, we were all sat watching uh, TV. Um, I have told the story already, so enjoy. Um, we were sat watching TV and he was like, oh mate, can I make a uh, ham and cheese toasty? I went, yeah, go for it, go help yourself. He went, cool. So he went out, came back 10 minutes later. He was like, Oh, it's not. It's you know, it's not working. Can you come and check your oven? I went, yeah, fine. I came out. What he'd done is he put the bread in, the ham in, the cheese in, the bread in, shut the oven, and just sat there. But I hadn't turned it on. Ah, yeah. And we're like, you adorable little fuck. But this is equally a man who can, he can take a any painting or drawing or whatever, and he can recreate it by hand perfectly and he's also got a first class master's degree in mechanical and uh yeah mechanical engineering where he came he he for his dissertation he built an aston martin bike from scratch what and at his peak he was the most jacked dude i ever met in my life he was he, he could do 15 push-ups with me stood in his back jesus tank absolute monster but is, is it? Is, yeah, but it's, it's so interesting because it's the we call it autism, whatever. It's I think it's more like he's more specialized. Like so, his his creativity, his maths, his physical prowess. I don't know. I think the physical thing is more to do with his, I think his mental willpower. I'd say and like dogged That's determination. Um, yeah, and just 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 incredible with creating, creating, and then also just building from logical steps. It just incredible the things you see he's done you're like what the fuck and ridiculous guitarist you're like what bastard hello and handsome as fuck ah proper prick yeah no Uh, uh, fair play to him fair play to him but yeah Mm. that's i'd I'd agree with that um yeah i think we, we all kind of have our own directions actually i think that's that's one thing that is kind of different between um me and katia my girlfriend uh so she's very um how shall we say straight to the point about life and things fuck yeah she is (laughs) in 100 in fact fact, um i I already sent matt a quote so I, i keep quotes from her in my phone and I'm going to uh, furnish you with another one now. Oh, please do. Because it's always good to do. Um... <laughs> um, let me see here. What would I? What would you do if I didn't cook for you? She said. I said, oh, I'd cook my own food. She said, but how would you survive? 
<laughs> oh, savage. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just zero chill to her. Um, but she she is very kind of boom, when it comes to things, you know, she's one hundred percent in, just completely in. And to me, I often feel like I kind of dabble in a lot of things. Like I didn't just try and master the piano. I kind of got pretty good, but not like that good. And then I kind of did the guitar and I got pretty good, but not that good. And then I was just singing, it was pretty good, but not. So I, I could do all of the singing, bass, guitar, piano, but I'm not like a master at any of them. Mm. So well, if you want me in a band, I can, I can slot in pretty much anywhere. Probably not drummer, that, that. but um, you know, I can slot, exactly. Um, yeah, that's where we get the specialist in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to end it. That's where we get the special one in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> special with a TH, special. Um, <coughs> and uh, yeah, I, I'm a jack of all trades, master of fuck all. That's well said, sir. That's my thing. Um, but but I, I, I like trying new things and doing different things, but I never really kind of go into one place. I can talk pretty good to people. Wow, what grammar. I can talk well to people. <laughs> no, we'll go not like pretty amazing. good statements um, Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. I'm going to dispute that particular one because I've seen you in your natural habitat, mate, and you are a force of fucking nature, okay? Where? What, in um, Dubai? Or? Yeah, well I, well, I came to see you, so when I went to stay with Jamie, I... <laughs> But that's cheating. In my well, okay, so I'll let you go. But then, I'll... well, when I went to see Jamie, uh, I basically just flew out to see him, see what Dubai was like, and just basically watch him perform every night for a week. So I was sat either at the back or with some of his mates or whatever, and just to watch this man on stage. So he had the same pink hair at the time, but it was up. So he looked like Brendan Urie, but with pink hair and brown skin, um, and he dressed dressed a lot like him as well, actually. But this dude, just like even before the gig even started, you would have gone around the whole fucking bar just saying hi to everyone. You didn't give a shit if they like responded to you or not. And then you got on stage, and you, even if you weren't the lead singer at the time, which you weren't, you were just running up and down doing your own shit. It's your fault. You're a fucking whirlwind when you get on stage. You've got a fucking presence, mate. I oh, appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. I, it's funny, though, because I, I almost feel like that... It's it can it can be a bit cheaty when if I'm in my own bar, it's like you know you you're there all the time. You're kind of in a comfortable zone. No one's gonna complain about the singer or the keyboard player in a band in their bar coming up and saying, "Oh, how are you doing?" Be like, "Oh, who are you?" "Oh, just in the band." And then you you know do do you want any songs? And suddenly it's like, "Oh, great!" And now they've got a reason to talk to you. Whereas I think it's harder when you're meeting someone new for the first time and you don't have that initial okay here it is like going up to going up to someone you like uh on the street or in a bar or in a whatever or um you know because it, it i mean in london you you don't people don't give you the time of day so if you come up to a pretty girl and say oh hey i just want to say you're really pretty and they just go who the fuck are you <laughs> yeah legit but, it's different it's different so i feel like there are people who i've seen who can charm anyone in any almost any situation obviously not all the situations because you know someone might have had a bad day you know 
to my kick their baby in the face and then you gotta stop doing that you know, like, they're like pretty angry and um but you know people have that skill that ability to just suddenly they're they're your best friend it's just like holy shit how did this happen um i know same with the music thing i feel like i'm pretty good in that situation i feel like i'm pretty good in um being in entertaining people but then roxy my cousin you know roxy don't you mm-hmm. so roxy abbott she was the one who was doing this before me and who got me into this particular gig is 11 out of 10 energy every single night Un- unbelievable she's gonna get you psyched she's gonna get you fucking pumped um if you know I don't know if, if you're fucking depressed, you're going to come out of that bar with like a new lease of life. It's, it's unbelievable. There was one time where we had, this is great in Bahrain, seven piece band, two people in the bar and Roxy and Roxy's there on behalf of the agency. And we're giving it the full three out of 10. Like, you know, the singers are doing the two step, they're kind of, you know, like fucking whatever. Mm. And I was telling the bar manager who'd come for Dubai, look, just let Roxy come on. Let, let her do a few songs with us. It'll be fun. And he's like, oh, I don't know, you know, laws and stuff. I don't know if we can let her on stage, blah, 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 blah. Um, and eventually I convinced him because there's no one in the bar. It's two people. Okay, fine. The, the temperature in the room goes from like 10 degrees to 30. And suddenly those two people are having the best fucking night of their entire lives. Like Roxy has got them on their feet. She's going to go back and forth. She's giving everything. The band is like suddenly raising the game. Like, and she lit a fucking fire under those singers asses. Cause suddenly they were like, oh, there's levels to this game. <laughs> you know, she, she even say herself, she's not necessarily the best singer. Performance wise, she is the best at getting people. There was one, one time where the guitarist of a band said, Fucking hell, Roxy! It's Tuesday quiz night. Just give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was she was dancing on a table, and, and I think she went over to a person and she like put her arm around him. It turned out he was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But uh, yeah, so so there's there's always like levels to everything, but I feel mm. like I've got a nice balance where you need me to come in. And do your gig in ninety percent situations, I'll be able to do it pretty well, unless it's a full-on deep jazz gig, and then mm. fuck it, you know. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing: you say you can't hold a account with Roxy, but I, I agree she is another level of whatever plane of existence she lives on. But Energy. It's, but it's all relative in that you you're seeing Roxy up here. So you're like, oh shit, I'm all the way down here. But you got to understand that from my perspective, I'm down here. So to me, you appear to me how Roxy appears to you. Yeah, you understand? You're the there. You're... Oh yeah, I'm not even on this scale. I'm like, I'm like in the basement somewhere. You're on your own uh, scale. You're raised up like to your own level. So you don't need to, you're, yeah. you're looking at both of going, fucking singers, Jesus. Yeah, I'm at the back going, oh, can I go home yet? <laughs> in time, dicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm behind a fucking drum store, I never want to leave. Um, but no, but I mean, yeah, to me, I mean, if Roxy isn't there, because you've seen her, she has made you want to be like that. So you've, you've reached, 
you've you've, you've pushed your potential. I don't I don't even think you've reached it, but you've pushed it, and it's still it's fucking awesome and it's it's powerful. Because I remember speaking to a bunch of the people. I mean, first of all, what going to Dubai was nuts for so many reasons. A, because I got to see what well, that's how the planet was was like, and B, you get to see however many English, American, Canadian, Scottish people have moved out there, and it's weird the fucking people I ended up speaking to. Like I was speaking to one dude who was building the new airport. I was like, what the fuck? We just sat having a point. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But, but then they just tell you what's going on, and they just tell you what they're doing, and you're like, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> there were, the time I really liked was when the guys came in who they were designing um, they were they were designing the next Burj Khalifa, like the one which is going to be even bigger. Whoa. Um, and they were, the, the way they described it was amazing because it's like they are really smart guys, but they're also pissed. They're also, you know, they're also like they're, they're seven pints deep. So they they they've like put this down to the bare bones of so Dubai built the biggest penis in the world. <laughs> and Saudi Arabia, they now want to build a bigger penis. <laughs> so we, Dubai said, no, we're going to build the biggest penis. And so they started building this thing. They don't even know how they didn't even know how they were going to make it stay up at the, when they got to the higher level, because yes. the top of Way by like three meters either side or some yeah. crazy shit like that. Or no, is it fifty? It's it's a, a large sway. Yeah, it's a yeah. Big top. So they didn't even know how they were going to make it stay up, and they've already started building the foundations. And this was like four years ago. Well, I, you know what? Uh, this is perfect. I'm very glad you said you mentioned this. Hang on, because ah, <laughs> very so nice. Jamie and I were very fortunate to go up with the current, the current biggest penis. And as you can see there, it is neither of us. Um, but that is the, the big one. And the <laughs> we went up with uh, two of Jamie's bandmates at the time. And uh, yeah, this is uh, their faces and they came back down. Come in a bit closer, come in a little bit closer. There he is. There, oh, <laughs> look at him. That is the, that is the one. <laughs> yeah. By the way, for the, that, that's uh, Michelle and Khan, who are both amazing. It's fucking uh, face. Khan, Khan's expression. Do you know what? Khan is great. You should get Khan on this show. I guarantee you, he will provide us like so much entertainment. He is amazing. Um, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, he, he said some things which I cannot repeat on on stream, but I can say one of the most one of the nicest most simple philosophies that i've ever heard when talking about relationships and we were talking about oh you know you know people seem to have problems going in you know you still those problems are still going to be there that person's not going to solve it for you and he said yeah another person could be the cherry on top but you the cake <laughs> It's simple, but I love it. Uda cake. I just, I just think Uda cake is just. Mm. That's good shit right there. And and what was it when um when I came to see you? What had he recently just filled the entire flat with? Was it vodka? 
No, it was uh, these things in little pots. Oh, plants, plants. Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry, you're, you're right. Because uh, there's a photo, there's a great photo of Khan um, splayed out over 12 bottles of absolute vodka. Oh. Which actually posed its own problem later on. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, he um, he had loads and loads of plants in his place, in the little jungle. Mm-hmm. And like, he had to carry this all on the tram. So he was just there with like, 12 pot plants on the <laughs> they weren't small ones are they all in fucking terracotta pots yeah yeah he bought them off some woman who was leaving the country who was very happy that someone had taken them so it's fucking amazing fucking jungle in his room is so funny ah the dude the dude was class i mean bearing in mind we actually lived in the same room for however long it was like three four months and it, the, the thing separating us was a curtain. It was a curtain. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, tricky. <laughs> tricky, shall we say. But, I mean, yeah, such a such a boss. Such a dude. Fucking <laughs> love the guy. And, uh, yeah, he's back in the UK now. Um, and actually, oh, he's got this thing, Scatty Badgers on Instagram. Jesus. What? If you want, if you want, your, if you want your mind twisted um go look at scatty badgers you will i was gonna say you won't be disappointed you might be disgusted mm. um but yeah you probably won't be disappointed if it's scatty badge if it's scatty badgers is it just pictures of badger shit no it's him and uh, a friend making i don't want to call it music because i feel like it's so much less <laughs> and yet so much more oh my god oh okay okay scatty badges you heard it here folks just a cheeky little scatty plug bad. just uh i mean that 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 does come with a guidance warning fuck me uh just <laughs> take your places anyway yeah so but he's he's a great guy and yeah you you come to dubai was an amazing um Amazing time. That was yeah, really man. fun. Ah, oh, goddamn. It's, it's good times. Yeah, even just I, something... Just... Sorry. Sorry. I was just saying, even just something really simple. Like, one thing we did, we... I think we spent the day... I think it was after the Burj, actually. We spent the day there. So we got the tram there, did the whole biggest, like... Um, the, the Dubai is, like, one of the biggest um, shopping malls in the world. So we walked around that, uh, walked around the Burj, had something to eat. And what was awesome for me was just the walk back as it changed from e- like evening to night and you just see everything just light up. You're just like, holy shit. Because the, the Dubai architecture blew my mind. It's just nuts. Like you've got this fucking, you would point out all these different logos. There was one which was like, it was something seven. The one that's like a big cylinder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that was awesome. And then there was seven the... Hmm? In one. Seven yeah. bars in one. Well, yes, yeah. different. Yeah, that's it. And then the, what's the building that goes like this? Oh, oh yeah. I can't actually remember the name of it, but yeah, it's just that twisting tower, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So like, it's like a normal tower, but someone has literally just gone. Whoop, like yeah, it just, it just the whole thing just it's like the front starts here and it ends up like at the back, and you're like, what the fuck? Because it just twists all the way up. But it's, yeah, just the whole architecture was fucking stunning. It was so awesome, and just. 
yeah, it's just at night, it was just really chill. I was like, this is weird. This is really weird. It didn't feel like reality. It felt like I stepped into a film set, but it's just it's just how they live. And you're like, what is it is really cool, really surreal. Yeah. I will I will say that you saw the best parts mm. of in my opinion. I think mm. that's like the sort of, you know, upmarket part of Dubai where it's like, yeah. okay, everyone's relatively well to do. Um but... Oh, I, trust me, mate. I did not see the good parts on the way home. I, I don't think I ever told you the, the, the journey home. No, did you not? Oh, mate. Okay, so, so it was that you were you had a gig, so then you'd arrange for a taxi to take me. So I got the taxi and I'm going. This dude doesn't speak a word of English. So I'm driving down the main uh, motorway to get to the to the airport. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. then he then turns off, and I'm like. Okay, what's going on here? And because he doesn't speak English, he doesn't say a fucking word to me. So he turns off and he's driving down this place. Everything becomes like, there's like, it's like a desert like on the left. There's like buildings falling apart on the right. He goes for a fucking checkpoint. And I'm like, what is going on? And then, and then he pulls into this little, it looks like something out of fucking American Sniper. He, walk, he pulls in to like between these two, it's like this courtyard between these two, but buildings where people obviously live there's some kids kicking a ball round down like down the road and then he just gets out and walks into the building and so i'm sat in the back of this fucking like mini cab with my suitcase in the back i don't know where i am i'm like this looks like fucking afghanistan right now and i'm like this guy, this guy didn't say a word to me i'm like what the fuck is going on so i'm like okay this is this is okay cool this is where it ends i'm like cool what have we got in the car what have we got all right fine he comes back in with this Russian dude who's like, hey, and he's just another guy to pick up to take the airport. I didn't, he didn't, but because he didn't tell me, I didn't know what was going on. So then he drove to the airport. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, I hope he didn't make you pay full price for that, Jesus. Uh, I don't think I paid, I think you paid for it. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Well, I was just like, <laughs> because he didn't tell me anything, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did I get in the wrong vehicle? I'm like, what the fuck? I just sat there. Like, okay, okay, cool. All that, right. That is really terrifying. I had no idea, man. You didn't tell me about this. Well, because I made it home safe, so I was like, oh, whatever. But I was just like, because it's, now it's just a funny story. But at the time, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> this, is, this is how it ends. All right, fine. Fuck it out. Mate, oh. that was some sketchy shit. <laughs> but it, fe- it felt like I was there for an hour. And it's literally like there's no one there except these fucking kids in the corner kicking football around. I was just like, but, but but because it's 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 as to your point, because it was such so completely the opposite of an environment to where I spent my time with you. I was like, oh, this does not feel safe, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot, a lot. There's many parts of Abu Dhabi and Dubai which are more like that, which aren't mm. the beautiful veneer of the UAE. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it, it's a dictatorship. Yeah, it is. It's um, people come from all over the country. It's only 10% local. There's only 10% UAE citizens who are actually originally from UAE. The wow. rest is all citizens. Damn. So country, like if, if someone foreign came in, they'd assume that the main people, like the people who live here are like either from the Philippines or from India or Pakistan. Mm. Because they'd be like, well, that's just who I see everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a, 
it's a crazy place. Although I will say, I think it's one of the safest places. Um, like at night, I'm not scared of Katia walking home at night, mm-hmm. like 2 a.m. in the morning. 3 yeah, I get, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't worry me. It doesn't worry her. It doesn't worry other people. Mm. Maybe in other places like Musafa, where you're talking outside the city, mm-hmm. maybe then you're like, yeah. but I mean, imagine London, like 3 a.m. You go from walking home at night. Nope. No, no, no. no. Not even, even, even Reading's pretty sketchy. You're like, mm, yeah, we're not doing that. Exactly. You know, here it's like, pff, fine. Just, mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, well, I mean, I remember. Oh, sorry, I was going to say they do. If if there's, you know, homeless people, or if there's, um, if you get hepatitis or other stuff, oh, bye, <laughs> deported back to your country. You know, mm. you, if you can't afford to live here, you go back to your country. If you, um, mm. if you get hepatitis, tough luck, get out. You, mm. you're, you're your own country's problem now. Interesting. So, it's it's literally like those kind of film utopias where it's like under the surface, it's mm-hmm. all kind of like fuck yeah but you know i guess i i I, a lot of people come here for better lives and a lot of them get it so it's it's a balance well it's like um some of your mates some of the friends you'd made while we were out there um i think one of them like their i think it was her mum who's got a place there so they just come out to stay with her now and again um I was like, that was really cool because we'd spent the week just hanging out with them, a few of the other boys as well. It was cool. But I get what you mean because I think it was like Michelle, who was your singer at the time, she went out to get like chips uh, like after your gig at like one in the morning or whatever. And she was gone for like half an hour. She came back. She was like, all right. And I was like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> but, but, but to your point, the fact that she was just walking around, like, I don't, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, that, that, is a really, that is a really good thing about, um, about the UAE. Mm. I was I was going to say um I wanted to ask you another question. Mm. So you've already asked me like you know your sort of philosophy and everything. Um, what would you say is the biggest change that you've had sort of since you, you know, since you sort of started to reach adulthood like eighteen, nineteen, twenty to now? What would you say is the like one of some one of the biggest changes that has that has happened to you? I mean, you know, you're obviously not your body; you got stronger, but mm. personality wise. I think my personality has been pretty much the same until about, hmm, until about a year ago, actually, because I, I, I suddenly hit a point where I, I think I became, I think I understood that sometimes less is more <laughs> in the fact that I don't always have to be talking or I don't always have to be doing something or interacting with people is the wrong word. I don't always have to be the centre of attention. Yeah. Which is ironic considering this is a fucking podcast of mine. Actually, saying that though, that's why I I can actually argue against that because it's why I have guests. If I wanted to be centre of attention, I'd just talk at the camera, which some people do and it works. Um, But I mean, like, for example, I, I... I say a year ago because I look even then probably a little shorter than that. Because if I look back at the first fucking episode I did of this, I am such an interrupting twat. It makes me so angry. <laughs> God. But it's your first time doing anything, right? You you know yeah. you're gonna suck the first time you do it, and then you you 
push on, you get better. Um, yeah, and I, I think now, now from what I've seen, you're giving people space to speak. Um, but also, you know, you're still interacting with them. You're still giving them that sort of put, nudging the conversation along when it kind of starts to to dry. You know when to step in and be like, "It's my time, bitch." Yeah, well, that's what's going to be. It's just, I mean, some people, some people naturally are. Some, it's interesting. Some people are a little bit awkward because they're like, "Oh, it's you know, we literally are just talking." I mean, there's no fucking audience yet because mm. it's it's not live. Yeah, would you say you're natural with people, or, or that you? developed people skills your people skills hmm good or question on it or just say again did you consciously work on it maybe I, I i did i don't know if i do now it's a very good question um and i hate when people say that because it means that it's a filler sentence um but it means um i so when um i was growing up Whenever I go to like get my hair cut or go to the shop, I think specifically haircut, actually, my dad would always take me. And I noticed that he would always make an effort wherever the hell we went to introduce himself and find out the person's name. Nice. Um, and I, I remember watching that and I, I spoke about it, spoke to him about it probably a couple of years after I first noticed it. And I was like, you know, you know, you're really, you know, you're really like friendly with people where you find you, it looks really easy how you get on with people. And he's like, it's not even remotely easy for me. So he was like, I have to force myself to do it because otherwise he's like, I'm naturally quite quiet. So I wouldn't say anything. But I was like, oh shit. He forces himself to introduce himself and actually talk to people. And I think that stuck with me. And I've kind of adopted that since. And I, I don't think, I don't know if it's conscious anymore. I, it definitely was to begin with. But I think now because I, I've got into the habit of doing it, I just talk to people. That's really interesting. I never knew that about Dave because he mm. always seems but yeah that is... oh wow but exactly that point i was exactly the same i thought oh it's just who he is he's like nope i've just i have to make myself do it mm. but um but i think it's helped because all the um like you all the careers i've been in uh it's all customer it's all customer facing so it's all you you get the business from talking so you have to be fucking good at talking to people yes oh man I, that that's something that that hit home for me massively when a guy that I knew was a friend of mine that I sort of met in the bar and, you know, he drank with me and he was drunk and we just finished playing and he put his arm around me and he went, Jamie, you absolutely nailed that Hotel California solo. Even though I hadn't played Hotel California the entire night. He didn't care. Mm. Him and his friends, they didn't care. I think you've heard that story before, but, you mm -hmm. know, he... He he wanted me. He was happy that I was there, and he wanted to come over and chat to me, and that was more important. That's like fifty percent of my job is to be nice to people. I could be the best musician in the world, and if I'm a prick about it on stage, people aren't going to come back and watch me and drink because they're going to be like, "This guy's an asshole." And we've both met plenty of those. <laughs> yep. Oh, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. People, people, people got to learn. Uh, I, I'm I'm really interested in that and sort of you sort of picking that up from from Dave, mm. um, because from my perspective, I had to learn, I had to really brutally force myself to get better at talking to people. I was not, I was not natural. Mm -hmm. If I knew you, you know, like you know, family and stuff, I could talk. But if I 
was in a conversation which I was nervous or bored or whatever, then I just kind of walk away. I just be like, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I learned so many things of, you know, the posture, the way you talk, not trying to not to interrupt yourself by saying the ums and ahs. I still do that, but less mm-hmm. than I did before. Being clear when you're speaking, looking people in the eye, didn't look people in the eye at all, at all. And so I had, I read a book which said, you know, just, just try and remember the color of their eyes, look at their eyes and look at the color of their eyes so you can work it out. And then you have to look long enough to actually say, okay, right, blue eyes. It doesn't matter, but it's making you have that habit of looking. Um, and I think it, you know, it was really important. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, cause I was what's the word not um not the easiest to to talk to originally so it's very interesting you're saying that because and for anyone who's met you they'll know that this this guy doesn't doesn't shut the fuck up um i never learned how i never learned how to not try and be the center of attention so yeah you'd be on that point mate it's, it's, it's how you make your money um the yeah, my OnlyFans is uh, coming up soon. <laughs> I'll be so happy if you do that. People will subscribe. It's just you play the ukulele for five minutes. <laughs> I, I, I thought it'd be really funny to have like an OnlyFans and it'd just be me sitting sitting here going, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just like, I don't know, drink, just drinking like, a, I don't know, some water and just sipping it. You know, just, just you doing this, this is you doing your Mark Zuckerberg impression. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you seen? Have you seen? Um, oh, what's the guy from Parks and Rec's name? Uh, uh, Chris Pratt. No, the um, oh, the man, the manly man, because he has he has a, a Christmas um, video which you can put on YouTube, which is just him sat next to a fire drinking whiskey for an hour. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything. He just sits there, drinks a whiskey and just looks at the camera. Fucking excellent. It's so good. That is fantastic. (laughs) Very good. I like that. Something is something quite relaxing about it. I will say. Hmm. Going back to you talking about, um, Probably hard to talk to people. Mm. See, I don't, see. I think that's a natural part of just growing up because I feel because I can relate exactly the same thing. I mean, like there's a weird there's a weird memory stack stuck in my mind, particularly when you're saying about maintaining eye contact. Because when we went to my dad's best mate's wedding, um, I remember I, I was I remember walking up the stairs, getting right to the top, and he was there like in his suit and whatever. Um, and I remember just like dad saying, you know, I'll give him a hug and say, oh, you know, congratulations, mate, it's a great day. I remember shaking his hand saying the same thing. And I couldn't look him in the eye. I, lo- I was looking, I just, I don't know why this memory's in my head, but I couldn't look him in the face. I I was looking like over his left shoulder because I couldn't, it's so intimidating to look him in the eye. And I must have, I think it was with my girlfriend at the time. So I must have been about 16. So not that long ago, but I was just there like, I, uh, why can't I do it? But, but, since then I've, I've been told by some people i need to not like to stop it's just it's just very intense because that's all i do when i speak to people i just look them dead in the fucking face 
Like yeah, yeah. everyone I'm talking to, some people were like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I I read somewhere. Oh God, wait, hang on. Oh, Oi. Katia that was left a package for me. One sec. <laughs> a day in the life of Jamie Abbott, everyone. Here we go. Right, let's see. Um, Sorry, man. Uh, yo, hello. No. <laughs> What's he getting, everyone? What package is he going to get? Oh. Having delivery? Is something dropped off? Get something ordered? Library card expired? I wonder how it works with libraries if you can take things out at the minute. Because I've seen libraries. I was walking past one in town the other day and they were still giving out books. Not as in like giving them out, but you can still go in and get a book. Yeah. Maybe change. I'm a little podcast with Matt. Can you call, can you text me this? <laughs> Apologies. Sorry about that. <laughs> she was going to start going on, and I was like, okay, no, podcast time. It's, it's amazing, mate. You've given people an insight into the day in life of Jamie William Abbott. <laughs> there you go. Magical stuff. I know. Patty, Ask me what what I want from uh, the supermarket. Bread. I would like some bread. You're you're a man of simple taste. I am a man of simple taste. So um, no, sorry, your story is very interesting. I, mm. Not being able to look people in the eye. I, I heard that you had to. Um, it's like night when you're talking to someone, you're looking in their eyes like eighty percent of the time or ninety percent of the time. And when you're listening, sorry, when you're talking, it's about sixty percent. When you're listening, it's about ninety percent. Or something, something weird like that. Honestly, sorry, I, on, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. Say it, say it again. Go on. So when you're talking to someone, you're looking in their eyes about sixty percent of the time. When you're listening to them, it's about ninety percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I would disagree with like it being a natural thing. I think there are people who go through life without ever doing this, without ever pushing themselves or addressing it. Because for, for, for me personally, the big thing was I was 15 years old, never had a girlfriend, anything like that, um, you know, level 15 virgin. And I just thought, okay, it's fine. What happens is you get older and then you get a girlfriend. So I got to 16, I was like, you know, 17, get a little bit worried. And then it got to 18. I was like, holy shit, nothing has happened. And it's nothing is going to happen unless I change something. So I started looking at, you know, like looking at all of the things of talking to people, talking to girls and be trying to be more interesting, not, not changing my personality. Cause that's, that's not good. You don't want to be like, oh yeah, I love makeup and I'm a, football, oh, I'm a bodybuilder now. No, you can still enjoy the things you like, but it's how to bring across your personality, the best of yourself. So I, I had to 
do all of that learning and it paid off because it's helped me with my relationships, with my jobs, with my family. Um, and people don't do that. You know, I, I have friends where I think, you know, they're so capable. Why aren't they passing this interview? Why are they single for this amount of time? Why, why are they whatever? I just think, you know, they, that's something they haven't addressed. Either they didn't want to address it, or maybe they're shy to address it, or they don't don't realize it. But it's such a huge part, and it can it'll affect every corner of your life if people people are comfortable around you, people like you. It's it's what makes the world kind of go round. So at least the business world, not the actual world. Who knows? Who knows if the planet's gravitational rotation is to do with how many likes people have no 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 um no you're right it's flat anyway no rotation forgive me what was i what was i thinking yeah turtles all the (laughs) way down jamie turtles all the way down is that terry pratchett yes yeah the turtles with the on with the elephant on top and then then the disc on top of that yeah i never actually read those four smaller turtles four smaller elephants and then the disc yeah 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 i never i never actually read those books they're good. They're really mm. good. Mm. Katia tried to read them, but they're very um, they're very fiddly with the language. Mm. So she struggled a bit mm. to get them like working right. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit flowery. Some 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 fucking authors just write complex. Just it's like a self-flagellation kind of shit. You're like, all right, mate, calm down. We know you know big words. Yeah, big words. Ah. <laughs> English. Shut up. Yeah, I know how to England. What? Slowing <laughs> <laughs> so hard right now. Um, it's, technically, it's sloughing, but I'll let you off. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. It is sloughing. <laughs> that that sounds more like you're doing something disgusting. I'm sloughing right now. Well, I think, yeah, but you do a bit of ASMR. Anything's weird. I think slough is... <laughs> I think it's just a verb... As well, uh, hang on. Verb uh, doing. It was, I think it's just an adjective. <laughs> get some reading in this bitch. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I might actually have to get you just to do a little jingle for me. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, you you, you can give me some uh, rough direction, and I'll, I'll just you know I'll, I'll just bang one out. I've got the setup. Yeah, well, I tell you what, mate. If you if you take a f- if if you just do like five minutes from each episode, you can work out roughly what sort of thing it could be. You know, just <laughs> at, at, at any point right? each one, just go okay, listen to that, listen to that, listen to that, and then go okay, I got it. But I think I think sloth literally. I think it just means to like fall off. I think is what it means. Yeah, yeah. It was like, sl- sloth, so like snow. Sloth. Yeah, like snow was sloughing off the roof. I think. I think is the yeah, correct way yeah. to use it's it. Like, it's like a disgusting drop. Yeah. Like something. Yeah. Exactly. Kind of... Didn't need to be so descriptive, but. Sure. Well, everything has. When you actually look at what things are named as you're just like well this is weird i mean like my hometown is named after what you do with books you know 
yours is named after something disgusting, Falling. If so, uh, if you were going to have a, a book or a movie named after you, what would it be called? Oh, my God. Um, if, if it was a movie, who would be the lead actor in it? Okay, that's a better question. To, to play me? Yeah. Hmm. I might have to say Mark Ruffalo, you know? Mark Ruffalo. I can see it. That's but good. but Mark Ruffalo from Collateral, not Mark Ruffalo from Avengers. Because a Collateral, he's got like he's got like a beard and like slick back hair and he's he's a detective. Mm. Because okay. like, yeah. his hair is it's not all crazy, it's just like really like close to his close to his scalp. He look he looks really cool. He looks good. What about you? Hmm. Uh well someone someone actually gave me this um comparison and i was like sure i'll fucking take that any day um it was uh poe dameron from force awakens what's his name uh oscar isaac oscar isaac i was like hell fucking yeah that, oscar isaac i can I yeah mean, i can i can see that yeah I, I, that's punching way above my weight um but yeah 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 i can Wait, see that uh, yeah, i'm locking that in right now because the only other guy that someone ever said i looked like was the the guy from numbers i don't know if you remember that tv show hmm. But um, yeah, it's just like a brown dude with a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just type casting. Why not? Easy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've just thought of I just thought of um, a potential uh, book name for my. It could be like slot. Oh, no, yours could be um, getting reading in this bitch. Uh, but that's, ter- that's terrible. I, I was I was thinking about just just sloughing. And it's good. it has to it has to be like snow falling off a falling off a roof. <laughs> Me falling off a roof. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the main the main character from Quop. <laughs> <laughs> what a story arc that is, Jesus! Oh my God! Some things you just question, like how the hell were they made? Like what 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 value does this contribute to society? Hey, don't don't not quap, man. Come on, it's it's a classic game. Literally minutes of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, good. that's a good question. Besides that, what is the worst video game you've ever played? Um, you know, that's a tricky one. Mm. I, I know. I can tell you the one that has affected me and actually kind of pissed me off the most Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a bad game in fact maybe it's so fifa i think i've already spoken about this to you but i was had a massive addiction to fifa and i would play i know like seven hours in a row eight hours in a row easy just crack crush it um and i think that it got to a point where I knew I couldn't have it in the house. I couldn't have, I couldn't own it. I had to throw away the CD. Just it's done. Mm. And then my friend said, Oh, you know, I was thinking about getting FIFA in Abu Dhabi. And I was like, you know what? What a great idea. I can't play it because he has the console, but there's no way I can get addicted to it. (laughs) We then played ultimate together and we built, started building a team online. And that's literally fucking gamble gambling simulator. 05 you know it's it's really bad and people pay money for it 
and they get kids to pay for it um packs and stuff where you it's like baseball cards and you might get a reward um and it's just gambling for kids man it's really really bad kids will spend like five thousand pounds on their dad's credit card trying to get a player and uh, a footballer actually said their, their child had done it spent five thousand pound and the best player they got was like peter schmeichel or something like a goalkeeper and robbie savage was, savage was saying five thousand pounds i want the actual peter schmeichel to turn up at my door yeah yeah you know um so yeah like the, it's it's a, just a money sucking machine mm-hmm. and i ended up spending time just on the app on the web app on the phone building a team trading mm. and that would go on for like three hours in a day four hours in a day fucking horrendous i just i i have an addictive personality and that that proved it it was really really bad mm. really bad so maybe maybe fifa because mm-hmm. it's not actually the fun game it's supposed to be it's an addictive motherfucker that just mm. takes control just take takes uh yeah what about you what's the what's the worst game you've ever played it was uh well it was purely just because I, I just could stand it and it was uh it was uh quake <laughs> yeah oh, I was just... yeah but like one of the first ever so you can't i'm trying to remember this right but there's no it's it's 2d yep so you're like how does this even work and you've got you've got like a fucking what was it? it was like a GameCube control, but you can only use one half of it <laughs> because you can't like turn around or something. You're like, what the fuck is what? Like you you can as it you can't move you can't move left and right. You can move forward and back, or when you on the same thumbstick, if you go right or left, you turn right or left. Whereas like now you've also got interactive, so you can move sideways while looking up. Whereas that you can only do one thing at a time, and you're just like, what the yeah. what the fuck? And everything was linear. There was no up. There was no down. It was just straight ahead, forward, back, and turn. That was it. It's like driving a tank, but you're just like, what? It's the same mechanics. You're just like, I was like, this is, this has my brain, but for a different thing. To what you're saying, it sounds, that thing sounds a lot like Warzone in the fact that they give you the game for free and it's all the add-ons cost money. Problem is, FIFA, you pay full price for the game as well. Oh, man. Man, they, they fucking have people buy the balls, but it's like, you know, yeah. tw- 10 to 18 year olds yeah they just they're just gonna play it and yeah. they're gonna see the packs and they're gonna want the best players and so they're gonna play a rigged system that won't give them the best players that will keep them just fucking addicted like just there there was there was something i was listening to um and they were basically saying that video games are for the most part they're really really they're really good as a sort of a cathartic tool as a distraction as a way to blow off steam or release tension or whatever but you've got to choose a specific kind of game the way the way for it to be conducive to your mental health and just your uh, well-being is it needs to have a definitive end point right. so if you had crash bandicoot definitive endpoint uh, dishonored far cry um Assassin's Creed. Uh, open world games are a little bit of a grey area because you can do pretty much anything. Yeah. Yes. So maybe so open world ones that are probably depending on which one it is are probably they're probably classed the same as Warzone. Warzone, you never end. You just keep it's like it's like paying um oh what's the 
It's like space, uh, not space invaders. What's the one of the most original games ever? Which is the two things like that. Oh, pong. Yeah, it's like that. You're never going to end. It's just to see what level you can get up to. It's just it's high score, you know. Mm. Um, whereas, yeah, if you take Dishonored for example, Dishonored is probably the best mix of everything because you've got an A point and a B point. But instead of just like modern warfare campaign, which is linear, Dishonored you've got like seven ways to get to the end point. So which it's amazing. It's a, it's a brilliant concept. It's a fucking great game. Anyone who hasn't played it, play, fucking play it. I'm talking to you, cousin Josh, you bitch. Um, and, <laughs> and, but, but like, you yeah, take, war- bitch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But if you take Warzone, you take Oblivion, Fallout, Skyrim, maybe Assassin's Creed, um, they are less good. Warzone is the epitome of the worst because it's the same thing as that, as Pong. Because it's just, it's just endless repetitions of the same thing and you just level up. That's what you get from it. There's no, there's no end point. There's no stop point. Mm. And I was, I heard that. My mind was blown. I was like, "Fucking hell!" That's interesting. Like, huh? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I mean, that that that's that's I think why FIFA was so bad for me because even in career mode, like, it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, well, if you look at like um, Battlefront One, the original, um, where you do the campaign, Galactic Conquest, even that's awesome because you're like, okay, eight planets, I've got to conquer them all one by one. Let's go, let's do this. And you've done it, you win. Yes, start again or do do another game. Brilliant. There's, an, there's a definitive goal that you're trying to get to because it's good for the brain because it's like it's the brain feeds upon resolution and it's like I need to have a definitive endpoint. It's okay. like reading a book. You need it. You feel if you read a book and stop, you're going to feel worse than if you read it all the way through and finished it, because it's that not not just because the fact obviously you know what fucking happens, but because it's it's a it's closure. You've there's a definitive stop. We've wrapped this all up. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to ask as well. Like that. That would probably be quite a good point to uh, to end it. <laughs> yeah. Wrap this all up, and that's the end. But before it's before we like. Get close to, to wrapping it up. Um, yeah, you're talking about goals. Do you have any specific goals like now in lockdown? Because I guess they're all kind of sh- shorter term now, mm. in terms of like you know what you're aiming for whilst everything kind of waits. Uh, I've, I've got a few things um cooking around which I can tell you after I start recording. Um, but uh, it's rever- wank, huh? The world's longest wank. I think I'd pass out. Have you heard seen that what like one guy on the internet on Reddit and stuff they were saying they did it like 50, 50 times a day? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. God. What is he, a 14 year old boy? Because that uh, would make sense. I, I don't know. That, that's, that's fucking serious. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd fall off after like 20. Mate, you'd die from dehydration. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> Imagine what a way to go. He died died as he lived. Have you? Uh, how how much of Community have you watched? Uh, enough. I watched up to the season where Donald Glover left. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. That's how Chevy. Uh, that's how that's how Pierce dies because <laughs> he he fills up all the tanks <laughs> and dehydrates himself and dies. <laughs> Wow. What a way to go. Oh, mate. Fine. Yeah, I'll take that. 
Oh, it's, a, it's a shame about community, though. It did kind of fall off a cliff a bit. The, you, you do need to watch season six. It is fucking mental. Because you, you think... Yeah, so season five is where Donald Glover leaves. The season six is the final season. It's batshit crazy, mate. Yeah, is it good? Mm. Worth watching? Overall, yes. But at the time, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, some of it, you're like, how are you saying these things? Like, because they, because they because it's so recent. It's not like if you look at Little Britain, you're like, okay, I get it, because it was at the time. They're saying this shit now. You're like, oh, my God, how are you saying this? Oh, insulting stuff. It's always it's, it's like on the edge, and you're just like, oh, you're just like, it's, this is almost uncomfortable. Like, as if you like that kind of thing or not. But I, I need, I, I need to watch it because of closure. Wrap it all up. Um, but I, no, I, it's worth, it is worth it. But at the time, you're like, what the fuck is going on? Wow. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bear it in mind. Yeah. Well, if it makes you uh, feel any better, one of the characters in it does the voiceover for um, the sergeant in Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> I was like, I know this guy. There's <laughs> Victor Reznov in uh, Call of Duty, uh, I think it's 1942. Or, yeah, whichever one is the World War Two one. Call of Duty 2, maybe. Um, um, maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Victor Reznov in that is uh, done by uh, Gary Oldman. No. Yeah, it's a Graham Norton interview of him doing the voice. And he would say, yeah, well, you know, it's just a lot of shouting. Stop on the ridge! <laughs> you know? Wow, that's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, um, it, it blows your mind to think that Hans Zimmer did the fucking soundtrack for all those games. Mental. I don't know. Mental. So our character. Speaking of characters, my friend, it has been a true pleasure. Thank you ever so much. I appreciated the jingle to begin with. Would you do us the honour of ending with one? Uh, absolutely. Let me just... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, it's going to have to be the same drum beat because I don't have another one loaded. That's fun. Bitch. <laughs> My man. <laughs>